play Seed War Family and Seed Fellow Seed Warriors. Uh, this is not going to be our regular podcast that we do. We've got the second part of the um, podcast that we had put up last week going up uh, tomorrow night live. But I wanted to talk to you about something that just hit me that a guy was talking about on Off the Curb Ministries. It is about a pastor named John Harper. And let me go ahead and go into this. This was in, I believe it was 1912, if I remember correctly. Um, it was it's about the Titanic. Now, when the Titanic was built, the um, man who built it, John Jacob Astor IV had said not even God could uh, sink the Titanic. Well, we all know what happened there. It hit an iceberg and it sank. Well, pastor and preacher John Harper and his six-year-old daughter were on the Titanic. He had gotten an invitation to come preach at um, to preach in uh, Chicago, I believe it was. And he was um, from, give me a moment, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of this by memory right now. Um, well, he, he was uh, from Great Britain. Well, that night he had done his usual thing. He had you know, put his daughter, six-year-old daughter to bed, and he was reading the Bible. Well, at, you know, I think it was 1145, I don't remember correctly, but the ship struck the Titanic. Well, he gathered up his daughter in a blanket, brought her up to the top deck, well, to the deck where they had the boats at, and he kissed his daughter goodbye. Sorry if I get emotional. <clears throat> but he kissed his daughter goodbye. And gave her to the men on the lifeboat and asked them to take care of her. He proceeded to leave the lifeboat and he gave his life jacket to someone on board that didn't have one. And he proceeded to ask people if they were saved and pleaded with them to be saved. And just to let you know, he was a widower. So his daughter, he was leaving his daughter in the care of strangers to turn around and do the Lord's work, knowing that he was going to probably be killed. So he ran person to person, passionately calling out, telling others about Christ. As the water began to submerge the unsinkable ship, Harper was heard shouting, Women, children, and the unsaved to the light boats. Rebuffed by a certain man at the offer of salvation, Harper gave him his own life vest, saying, You need this more than I do. Up until the last moment on the ship, Harper pleaded with the people to give their lives to Jesus. 
The ship disappeared beneath the deep frigid waters, leaving hundreds floundering in its wake with no realistic chance for rescue. Harper struggled through hypothermia to swim to as many people as he could, still sharing the gospel. Harper evidently would lose the battle with hypothermia, but not before giving many people one last glorious gospel witness. Four years after the tragedy at the Titanic Survivors Meeting in Ontario, Canada, one survivor recounted his interaction with Harper in the middle of the icy waters of the Atlantic. He testified he was clinging to the ship debris when Harper swam up to him twice, challenging him with biblical invitation, Believe in Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. He rejected the offer once. Yet given the second chance and with miles of water beneath his feet, the man gave his life to Christ. Then as Harper succumbed to his watery grave, sorry, this new believer was rescued by a returning lifeboat. As he concluded his remarks at the Ontario meeting of survivors, he simply stated, I am the last convert of John Harper. So, the Titanic was set to sail there, was set to sail there were delineations of three classes of passengers, yet immediately after the tragedy, the White Star Line in Liverpool, England, placed a board outside its office with only two classes of passengers reading, known to be saved and known to be lost. The owners of the Titanic had simply reaffirmed what John Harper already knew. There were people who know Christ and will spend eternity with God in heaven and many others will not. Many people turn this into, are you saved or are you not saved? I'm going to turn it into something different. If you are saved... What would have you done in that instance? What have you gotten on that lifeboat and ignored the Holy Spirit and saved your own life? Or what have you done what was right in the eyes of God? And took the chance to try and get as many people saved as possible. What will you do when your life is on the line? What will you say? How will you act? Will you go out and try to save as many people as possible by giving them a last chance to hear the gospel? Or are you going to be a chicken and save your own life? John Harper did all of this knowing that his daughter would never see him again on this earth. But he did this banking on the fact that he would at least be able to get through some people 
by the Holy Spirit using him to save others for the kingdom of God so that that before they would die eternity with Christ would be for them after they died or in another words they would have been plucked from the pit of hell what are you going to do you're going to tuck your tail and not spread the gospel or are you going to do the right thing and spread the gospel out to all that are dying we may not, at least here in America, we may not be at a point to where we are in a situation to where if we spread the gospel, we'll get killed or people are dying and we need to spread the gospel. But just to let you know, What if the Lord urges you to speak to someone and you just walk on by? What if that was their last chance in life to hear about the gospel? We cannot take the chance of not spreading the gospel. I'm going to use my wife for an example. She's very good at this. Very good. She will interject Christ into any conversation that she is in. It doesn't matter to her what the people think, what the people will say, what they will do. She is going to put him first and foremost We as Christians here in the in, in the U.S., I'm going to say here in the U.S., we're scared. We're chicken. We would rather save our own lives than try to save others. You know, people hold up these sports heroes, these people who only care about themselves, uh, movie stars and whatnot – They idolize them. They put them up on a higher level even than God. You know, the first one that we should foremost put as someone that we look up to is Jesus Christ because he's the one that put his life on the line for our sin. And beneath him, we should be taking men like This Scottish preacher, Pastor Harper, John Harper, we need to be putting them up and taking a look at them and going, okay, Lord, I want to do this. I want to be the one to go out there when people are dying to give them your gospel. I want to go out unashamed of you. 
because I will put you before my own life. I don't care what other people think. I don't care what other people may say or do. You're number one. You are God. And I will do anything for you, even if it means that I die because I want to spread the gospel for you. Think about it. Take a look at all the people who have put their lives on the line to spread the gospel. Take a look at Paul, how much he was, how much pain he was in. He was consistently beat for the gospel of Christ, but yet he still went out and did it. You know, I think my favorite saying has become, don't be a little liver sap sucker. Don't be scared. Just do it for Christ. Nothing else matters but what Christ wants. Nothing. Not you, not me, not my family. To tell you the truth, I... And my wife understands this. And she would, and I would expect her to do the same. But I don't think <laughs> with either of us, we would go this route. But I would put her in a place to keep her safe and go out to save those who are going to die, knowing that I would die. And she would do vice versa for me. We would put our Lord, who actually we do put our Lord and our God above each other. Jesus is number one. He is the head of our marriage. But I guarantee you, if I tried to put her, if I would have tried to put her in that lifeboat, she would have looked at me and said, no, I'm going with you. We're going to do this together. But Pastor Harper made sure his daughter was safe. And then he did the unthinkable. He knew he was going to die, but yet he went out to try and bring the gospel to others. Before they died. So think about it. What are you going to do. When it comes to that. I mean some people can't even. Uh, go out there and spread the news of Christ. Even even to people that they know are Christians. Or that are Christ friendly. So. What are you going to do. You're going to put Christ above your own life so that others might live for him? Or are you just going to shut your mouth, keep your trap shut, and whatever? So I leave this in your hands. Think about it. What are you going to do?
All right, we love you. The next podcast that we're going to get up is going to be the second half of the um, trying to think. Sorry, it's the podcast that we were doing of um, Third Adam Three X. We did part A because it's a four-hour-long one, and so I'm going to do the second half of it on Thursday after I get home from work. And we love you guys. Have a great day, and be blessed. Bye.